Hello and welcome to The Servant's Quarters, a podcast done from my office, the matriarch and founder of the First Church of Humanity. My name is Sharon. Welcome. Ours is a new kind of church that focuses almost exclusively on the common golden threads of love and service present in every religion. While we realize that it may not be possible for the world to unite in doctrine or dogma, we wholeheartedly believe that it is possible for humanity to unite in love and service. This is our vision, and this is our purpose. Join us. Hello, and welcome to the Servants' Quarters. My name is Sharon, and I am at your service. Today's episode is all about what are you for? What do you support? What do you love? What rings true for you? What vibrates at your frequency? It's a really awesome thought to consider, but it's also an extremely important one. Here in Western society, here especially in the United States of America, we have arrived at this place where the only way that we really know how to apply our energy to a situation is to oppose what we don't like. We are constantly in opposition to something. We're in opposition to pain. We're in opposition to death. We're in opposition to each other, to political ideologies, to religious ideologies, to philosophical ideas, even to science. We, we oppose so much. And I think that it gets lost on us that consciousness flows where our attention goes. And consciousness doesn't understand I want or I don't want. Consciousness simply follows our attention. That's what consciousness is. It is the attention of the spirit placed upon things here in the physical realm, in this realm that we came to learn and to study in. But consciousness doesn't understand I want or I don't want. It just understands where our attention is, what our attention is focused on. And whatever our attention is focused on, consciousness, like the dutiful servant that it is, will bring us more of that thing. And this is where so many of us get caught in the trap of attempting to negatively manifest something. What do I mean by negatively manifest something? Well, I don't want this. Again, consciousness doesn't understand want or don't want. It understands what you're focused on. And when you're focused on something that you don't want, you are drawing your consciousness further and further into that thing. Our organization shaman, the shaman for the First Church of Humanity, her name is Sarah, and she's one of my closest friends and also my business partner. And I forget right now exactly what the subject was that we were talking about. I was calling her from somewhere, as I often do, for support and for guidance. And I was really upset about something. It really angered me. And she said, what are you for? And I tried to kind of brush it off because, you know, what are you for? Love and light, high vibration. That's what I think of when I think of what, or that's what I used to think of when I think of what are you for? But then she followed it up by reminding me 
that when I oppose all the time, when my energy is constantly in opposition to something, my energy is not creative in nature. It's destructive in nature because I am trying to undo something that I don't want. Whereas when I begin to dedicate and to channel my energy into the things that I do want, that creative channel comes alive and I'm able from a seat of support rather than opposition to create, to manifest those things that are important to me. But I have to be sitting in a space of supporting something, not trying to tear something down. When all of our attention is focused on what we don't want, on what we want to tear down, none of our energy is directed towards erecting the the structures and the ideas and the beliefs that we want to hold. But we have come so thoroughly to believe that you've got to fight for what you want. You've got to fight for what's right. Fight, 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 fight. That is the toxic masculine, the idea that everything needs to be opposed. Everything needs to be fought. And the toxic feminine is the idea that, well, whatever it is, I'm just going to, that's the way it is. That's what God wants for me. And just, I'll manipulate and I'll try and get things in a quieter, more back route way. Both of those are toxic and neither of those are divine. True creation is when regardless of what's going on around us and what we don't like, we direct our energy to those things that we want to create, that we want to give rise to, because consciousness flows to where our attention goes. So let's stop and consider the current climate here in the world. Here in the United States of America, we are right after an extremely tumultuous election, one which saw the uh, largest form of insurrection that we've seen politically or legally here in the United States for quite some time. Underlying that is two groups of people, Republicans and Democrats, largely, who oppose each other. In fact, to a large extent, their very definition is set and and founded in opposition. A Republican is not a Democrat. A Democrat is not a Republican. Literally, the thing that, that they oppose as parties is included in their own definition. Liberal and conservative are opposite to each other. And if our whole lives are lived in opposition, if everything about our life is all about focusing on what we don't want and our creative energy, the very creative energy that our country needs so badly right now to reconstruct a broken political system, is pissed away. Is pissed away in fighting and squabbling with each other. And I don't believe that that's on accident. It is possible to be a liberal and to not oppose a conservative. And it is possible to be a conservative and to not oppose a liberal. We did a previous episode here on this podcast about the war of labels and about focusing solely on someone's label. And we discussed the fact that there likely is no conservative who's totally a conservative or any liberal who's totally a liberal. And if they are, they're largely the outliers that get focused on by the media. The truth is that most conservatives and most liberals share aspects of the opposite party within themselves, within their ideologies. That's just the truth. 
So if we honestly can't say that every liberal is a staunch liberal and that every conservative is a staunch conservative, then there's room for growth. There's room for change. When I first started working on the First Church of Humanity way back in 2015, because I have a revolutionary spirit, I tend to be the kind of person who wants to oppose things. I discussed this in the War of Labels as well, Mars in the First House. I tend to be very aggressive and very opposed to things. The First Church of Humanity was supposed to be the thing that basically gave the finger to the government and to money systems and political systems. I wanted to oppose all the things that I'm unhappy with here in the United States of America specifically. But when I began to apply Sarah's advice to me, what are you for? What do you want to support? What do you want your consciousness to be focused on? The First Church of Humanity really began to come into focus. Because while I do believe that we are living in a country of financial, medical, and political tyranny, I don't want more of that. I don't want to focus on all of that tyranny to the exclusion of love, but that's what I was doing when I first founded this church. I wanted to prove to everyone how wrong our political system is and how backwards our money and medical systems are. But the truth is, what I really want isn't that. What I want more than anything else is for human beings around the globe to live sovereignly, to not be controlled by other people, by systems, by religions, to have enough food on their table, to have clean water to drink, to have the authority and the right to pursue their own religious belief systems, to have the power and the right to be strong, to stand in their own footprint with pride. That's what I want. I want a humanity that is strongly centered around supporting each other in sovereignty and letting each other be, live, and let live. That's what I want. And as I began to focus on what I was for rather than what I was against, the beauty that is the First Church of Humanity came into focus. But none of that's possible if I don't stop fighting everything. And that's where we're at now. We are at a point in this country where we are being asked, do you want to continue to fight? Has fighting worked? Over the last 40 years, while we've been squabbling with each other about politics, the majority of the wealth in this country has been transferred to 1% of the world's population. 1%. And that's because while we were fighting each other and arguing over what we didn't want, that 1% was focused on what they did want. That is the magic and the alchemy of consciousness. We cannot fight with each other and be at each other's throats and try and eviscerate each other constantly and then wonder why we have no blessings in our own home. We have no blessings in our own home because all we're focused on is shorting the other person and gain that is at the expense of another person is no gain at all. It's just another power play. It's just another struggle. So I ask you, what are you for? What do you want? Not what you don't want. What do you want? What do you want to see in this world? What magic do you want to see given rise to? What do you want? Start supporting that. 
and stop opposing its opposite. Because the more that you oppose its opposite, the less you will receive what you really want. So conservatives, stop focusing on what you don't want in liberals and focus on your own agenda. Don't let your agenda be solely and completely defined by the opposite. Liberals, the same is true for you. Christians, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, Sikhs, all of you. Why would we focus on what we don't want? Why have we allowed ourselves to become so mentally programmed that we're willing to throw away all of our energy to short other people and call it a win? It's not a win when we have taken from other people. It's our own loss, and there are karmic retributions attached to that. When we constantly fight, we receive the karma of fighting. But when we support, when we love, when we dedicate our energy towards creating those structures and systems which we want, none of our creative power is dedicated to destruction. But as long as everything that we're focused on is what we don't want, our creative power is basically cast down from creativity into the realm of destruction. And all we're here to do is to tear down someone else's structures and someone else's ideas and nothing that is ours. None of our own creative energy makes it to the page, makes it to the paintbrush, makes it to the music note. It's all lost in opposition and destruction. So I invite you, Stop tearing down structures and start building your own. Let the music of the spheres be your inspiration. Let your heart guide you and support what you want. If you are for a sovereign world in which all mankind is taken care of and has enough and is fed, stop supporting, start supporting that and stop supporting the idea of destroying money systems and how horrible the rich are. As long as we continue to focus on dethroning the rich, dethroning the powerful, none of our own power is given rise here in this dimension. So I invite you, become the creator that you are. Stop destroying in hopes of creating. You are not Shiva. (laughs) That is not what happens when your energy is dissipated towards destruction. Pick up the mantle of the artist and begin to create those things that are yours, that belong to you, that are important to you, and you will find that your energy goes from destroying others to creating the very world in which you want to live, because where consciousness flows is directly related to where your attention goes. Pay attention, your most valuable resource, to those things, systems, and structures which you love, which you want more of. That is where your power lies. My loves, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. As always, it's wonderful to have you here with me. I hope that you enjoy the rest of this week, your weekend, and that you know that you are so, so loved. Loved.